<laughs> the squirrel cannot wave <laughs> back to you. A squirrel. It posited a question. Everybody's got a mom. Validate my feelings. Sheltered. You guys being young millennials. Okay, boomer. Work tech fun. A PCM podcast. So, do you have any Halloween plans? Do I have Halloween plans? Yes, but I'm not gonna. Are you, do you have a costume? Jake from State Farm. Lame. Khakis. That's really lame. No, it's not. It's Caitlin's, really lame. Caitlin's being Flo from Progressive. But your costume is literally just khakis. I have a name tag and all. Like, I worked hard. And a red shirt. Justin, is that lame? Well, the husband and wife costumes are conflicting. They don't like go together. They're, <laughs> they're competing Listen, insurance agents. I feel like that's what's fun about it, though. I've seen, though... Um, Caitlin tried to get me to be Mayhem, by the way. I was going right. to say, Mayhem and Flo makes a lot more sense to me. Okay, well, if you decide just to go, like, totally surprise Caitlin... I have a, um, like one of those inflatable costumes, which is a cowboy riding a bull. <laughs> and you, That's and, awesome. And you're both, both the cowboy and the bull. So it's pretty good. <laughs> that is hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Are y'all doing anything? For Halloween? Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to Boo at the Zoo. That's fun. That's going to be, we're not dressing up. We're just literally going to Boo at the Zoo. Why I don't think we're doing anything up? for Halloween. We're carving pumpkins. Because she's an adult. Adults don't usually dress up. <laughs> now, My parents bought all of their adult kids tickets. Now so I'll, like I'll, all six of us are going to yep. the zoo together. Oh, you don't. Well, like me and Cody and then my brother and his girlfriend. Oh, okay. We're all going. Oh, and, and your my parents. parents. Oh, okay. So it's six adults. That's fun family. Among like a million children. Okay, but and and by the way, the children thing... Like, the only reason we dress up every year, like, I don't think we're dressing up for the party I was talking about. Um, we do it for, like, the kids' stuff that we do at yeah. church and all that. So, it's always fun to come up with costumes. But Yeah, we usually, I don't think we're doing that this year, but I think uh, we usually dress up when it's the kids' stuff at church. Just because the kids kind of like it. Yeah. Are you guys doing something like that at your church this year? Nope. Yeah. We're doing a drive through thing, so. Okay. Nobody just throw candy at kids. Well, you are attaching candy to Nerf bullets. <laughs> That's amazing. That'd be so kidding. fun. Yeah, actually, I say I say no, but uh, but I I take that back. They're actually um, they're doing uh, like these cool. You know, pumpkin buckets where they're filling stuff like that and like dropping That's them cool. at kids' houses. Oh, oh that's, that's really fun. cool. Yeah, so it's then, like a. I've heard something about that. I've seen like a commercial. And then, um, uh, and then not only that, like the the people could sign up to like for their kid a bucket, but they could also get an additional bucket so they could give a friend. Oh, that's so that's fun. Really cool. yeah. It's called like I've seen where you do that and you call it. You like put a tag on it that says you've been booed or something like that. Ah, something like that. This is a church event, so you can't talk about that stuff. <laughs> Boo. No, our, our our thing says buckets of love. Oh, uh, you've been loved. <laughs> no, that's really cool. Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, that's that's one. Now, I'm gonna guess my wife would dress up, no matter what. Like, yeah, sure. She would find a way to dress up and all that. So, do we think there will be people attending this year though? I think uh, I think I'd some will. So. Yeah, it's not it's not too dangerous. I don't think it's that dangerous. I don't know. That's I've seen the. Have you seen the things online where people have made like. 10 foot yeah, um, like contraptions to like shoot the candy funny. down. Yeah, yeah like, I think that's fun. Put your bucket at the end. Yeah. I was wondering, since we've kind of had to wear a mask a lot of the year anyway, if because of Halloween that you don't have to wear a mask. Like, <laughs> it's opposite day. The surprise is you see my face. <laughs> that's scary. Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I see below your nose. 
That's good. Oh my goodness. No, I think uh I mean the truth is trick or treating's gotten gotten to a place where you really only go to people's houses you know. At least I think. Yeah. Not in my neighborhood, dude. Really? So everybody kind of walks. Your neighborhood? Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah, no, it's just like I mean, you know, I usually sit on the front porch and hand out candy. And um and if, when my kids were kind of at the age where they would go around, they'd go around the neighborhood. Uh but I would just sit there and hand out candy, but and obviously, I know some of the kids in our neighborhood, but the bulk of the kids that came, I didn't know. But now we have one of those. We live in a subdivision that people probably really like. You because know, you have out full size candy bars, king size. Hey, oh, uh, actually, wow. one, one time, um, <laughs> one time, I kid you not. Uh, have you seen those five pound um, Reese's? <gasps> yes. At, uh, is yeah. it Cracker Barrel? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is it five pound or one pound? I think it's. Five. They're really big. I don't know. Caitlin got me one for. There's Christmas like two pound Reese's, and then there's like five pound Hershey's no, or something like they're that. They're huge. They're very big. Anyway, my kids are so mad because I'm like, I'm giving this away. We're not. We're not eating that. I'm so giving like this one away. kid got that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard of one of our coworkers, Ted? He does that every year. He has like the first trick or treater at his house gets like a, a giant life candy size bar. candy bar. Life size. <laughs> See, Legit, I'm one didn't of those, he give away I, like a five foot one one time or something? What? Like didn't Ted give away like a five foot? Yeah, but it was like a bunch of little ones inside that one. Oh, okay. It I wasn't like that. a. I like that idea. But so will you do that again this year? Will you sit outside and <laughs> hand out candy? I want a t-shirt. I don't know. I, I, because I don't I'm know. coming to get the five pound reason. <laughs> I don't know if I will or not because I'm just not. I just don't know. Like in, in a in a in a day and age where you're not supposed to just like be around a ton of people. To like be within handshot of a million kids going, to, I right. I don't know. Like probably we'll do something altered that we then then we usually do. Here was my bucket that year. Whoa! Dude, so did the first person come Reese's. and like pick that up and leave? No, I didn't do the first person. I don't. I like I don't. I don't want to reward that kind of behavior uh, because I don't want anybody to come early and I don't want anybody to come late. Yeah. To me. Like trick or treating should be like seven to eight thirty, and then like done. But don't knock on my door at four <laughs> fifteen. <laughs> and uh, also, I mean, like when it gets to like nine or ten o'clock, I really don't need a yeah somebody knocking on my door because I've already probably ran out of candy anyway. <laughs> and like if the lights off, like just I was gonna say, the off. standard is light. Light goes off. Last year we, you know, we were in our house for the first time. Oh and, yeah. And Caitlin's like, we got to get candy. And I'm the cheapskate that was like, nobody's gonna come to our house. The we people don't need come. candy. We went and got candy, though, because oh, gotcha. she wanted to. And, and it's like owning your own house. It's kind of a cool thing, right? So we turned the light on, and, like, my cousin showed up, and we're like, oh, we got our first trick-or-treaters. <laughs> and so we give them candy. We're like, all right, who? Nobody else came the rest of the night. <laughs> but did you get some? See, we kind of know. I mean, we get three or four of those giant bags, like, from Sam's. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we'll give all that out. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm one of those, like, you get a handful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not giving out one Two thing. pieces. But also, <laughs> I'm kind of a fan of, like, getting things that I would eat. Yeah. yeah. So, like, those little bitty packs of nerds. Oh, my God, they're so good. <laughs> and that's the only time I'd really eat them in a year. But um, That's dangerous for not, me because if it's in our house, like, yeah. and we... Like, I'm going to eat it. If I get too much candy that I like, if I get the good stuff with, like, Reese's and Hershey's and, like, little Snicker bars and stuff, that stuff's going to be gone Yeah, before Halloween gets here. See, we did uh, – my, my cousin is has an allergy, and so she can only eat certain candy. So we got one of the bags of, like, the mixture of stuff, and then we got each – well, I have four, to, four cousins. And so because she has to have special candy, we got her a bag of gummy bears, which she really likes. And then the rest of my cousins, we got like the certain candy bars that they like. Um, so all the candy that was left over is that mixed bag. And yeah, we totally ate it yep. for like the next week. No shame. 
And then it's like, it's funny because you can tell we like the same things because then like, it's like nobody's eating this. The almond joy. Yeah. But then like there's some stuff that it's like, man, I thought there were six of those left. Why are there only three now? Cody just bought us a bag of Reese's bats, like the seasonal ones that are, they're made different than just like Reese's cups. And there's only like probably 15 in a bag. And he was like, okay, these are not all for you. <laughs> I was like, you need to tell me how many you take. And so I keep a count. Like I've only had five and there are still like six in the bag. Okay. Well, let's, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about this. If, if, you know, if you label food in your own house, like this, is, <laughs> see at our house, you, you, you don't do it, but you just kind of need to hide whatever that you don't exactly, want. Exactly. Yeah. Eat. But I went in I, here at the office. I went into like, Hmm, I wonder, I'm hungry. I wonder if there's something to eat. And I opened the thing and there was a, uh, there was like a to-go container of a whole chicken meal from uh, uh, Shane's Rib Shack and it had a post-it note on it said Ted. <laughs> and so I'm like, eh, like I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Which and just so, note to self, this is not Ted went to Shane's no, Ted we, Brothers Lunch. No, this no. is the company got us food one day. That's right. And there was a leftover that had Ted on it. And so I kind of take that as like, now I just know who to thank. <laughs> is that, so I eat it, and, and, um, but I was, but I was prepared. Like if he came to me, he's like, "Man, I was going to eat that." I was, I was like, "I will have to go buy him lunch because I did." But he never said anything, so, so you just ate it and didn't feel bad about it. He no, still but, doesn't know who. No, ate but it. I, but but then I say, "So you know who to thank," but I didn't thank him as if it was like <laughs> then he would know. But in we case only, it comes up, <laughs> we only do the labeling with Reese's in our household. Everything else is totally fair game, but okay. seasonal Reese's like. Cody Fair enough. Cody got us each a bag of pumpkins at the beginning of like the Halloween candy season. What is a pumpkin? It's the Reese's pumpkins. They're in the shape of pumpkins. I've never had a shaped pu- Reese's. Okay. Do like, you like a Reese's, Reese's egg or anything? Never. You ever had, do you oh, like Reese's? The- I do, but only because there's so much peanut butter to chocolate ratio. If the design of the egg or anything requires more chocolate, then no, 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 it's peanut more butter. peanut butter. Oh, yeah. And so you would like these. They're, they're yeah. made differently. So they're, they're much creamier. And much more peanut. Okay, so we got to get Justin some seasonal Reese's yeah. to try. But, They're like the best Reese's. Yeah, he bought us our own bags and he marked his with an X. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> he was like, "Don't I will know." Like, that don't touch so it. I will know. I'm counting. I'm counting these. <laughs> Have you tried it yet, though? Like, no, that they're gone now. Oh, okay. He finished his bag before Fair I finished enough. mine. So. Fair enough. I spaced mine out so I could enjoy it longer. Man. <laughs> so if you haven't noticed already, Brett's out this week for the second week in a row. Second week in a row. Glad. Yeah. That's week right. in a row. Try that again. Glad you're back, Deanna. <laughs> uh, you. Justin's joining this week. So what are you guys streaming this week? Hmm. I'm streaming a really cool band. I think it's cool. Justin heard it this morning via proximity. But there's a <laughs> like there's a band called Black Pumas. They're current, but they sound like they're from like the 60s, 70s soul rock. I, it's really good. I'm just, that's an album I've been kind of listening to for a couple of weeks. And Is that the album name or the band name? That's the band okay. name and it's self-titled. So it's okay. Black Pumas. So, but. Um, really good stuff. I heard them actually on a different radio station. I listened to Alt 98.7 in the car, but um, I just really like their music. It's all pretty positive and like there's no bad cool. words or anything and it's good music yeah, it's so. kind of bluesy sounding yeah bluesy like r&b soul yeah. really good do you know where they're from have you looked into any of their bio um i don't i just know they're really good that's and cool. i'm a big fan i'd like to have it on vinyl i think it'd be cool on vinyl there's some stuff that's just like you listen to it and you're like that's for vinyl speaking then, of which i cracked open my need to breathe vinyl finally this week good and it you. was very cool 
and I really enjoyed listening to that. Awesome. That's not streaming, but because of Counts. streaming, now I have a vinyl record. Cool. What about you, Justin? I don't listen to vinyl. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks for asking. You've been streaming anything oh. this week? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I've been streaming a couple things. Uh, one, I'm watching Burn Notice again. Ooh. So have you guys ever watched Burn Notice? No. You like the no. like the dramas and stuff, don't you? Well, that's not that's not drama. What is it? It's just like a little action. It's I would actually most liken it to um a more modern version of MacGyver. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. But um Is that on Hulu or Prime. Prime. Yeah. Ooh. Um so I've been I've been helping my kids understand the importance of like old um 70s and 80s songs that they just kind of need to know <laughs> um and so and so we've been we've been listening to like Aerosmith nice Guns N' Roses Def nice. Leppard and stuff like that and but 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 we still like let the music decisions you know be tossed around so uh I'm still rocking to Ava Max even though maybe it's not my <laughs> exact <laughs> choice but uh but then I'm like you're gonna listen to Walk This Way and you're gonna like it <laughs> Listen, there's a song by Colony House that has the same intro drum beat of Walk This Way. And they really? play it at church when we like walk in, uh-huh. when everybody's just kind of getting their seats. And every time it comes on, Cody's like, Da-na-na-na. oh, wait, wrong song. That's funny. So I was watching. <laughs> I don't like when they steal that intro, but they do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching the, uh, a baseball game this past week and they were going to commercial and started uh, Van Halen's song Jump. And oh, I was yeah. so proud of myself for being able to identify it. Way to go. Rip. Yeah, and you know, uh, Eddie Van Halen just passed away. Yep, rest in peace, Eddie yep. Van Halen. Last week. So. Cool. So I actually took a recommendation off of last week's podcast and streamed the new Lecrae album this week. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's got, you, you've listened, right? Uh-huh. Have you heard any of the songs? On no, I've not. Oh, it's super so, good. So first of all, he's got some really cool features on it. He does. Um, but yeah, I've enjoyed that. Probably listened to it twice all the way through, I would say. Um, I was so mad because I was having trouble as I was trying to listen to it, for some reason, the service I was listening to, music streaming platforms, uh, it <laughs> was only playing like every three songs or something. That's so weird. I finally got all the way Probably through. Probably the it, Wi-Fi actually more than the streaming service. <laughs> I know, but I like to blame the streaming service. So, and then I've been watching a lot of baseball. We have too. So crazy week for the Bravos. I don't watch baseball, and I'm I've been so intrigued. I think I've told you guys that um, I, I now know people. Uh, there was a small leak in the conference room. <laughs> so there are people walking in. Can anyone hear the footsteps De- on the roof? <laughs> Maybe not, but Deanna was looking up like, you know. Haunted. R- sounds like reindeer, but it was not. It's just a reaper. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're it's early. Christmas already. Well, you think it is. You're streaming Listen, Christmas music. We got into that last week. I we don't know. have to have that argument this you week. You know, either. Justin, Mr. Can't Listen to Christmas Music until after Thanksgiving is listening to music now for Christmas. Yeah, that makes sense. It's 2020. Industry-wise, right? Like you try to listen for... No, he's listening for fun. Oh, just for fun? Well, a little bit of both. His entire like, I mean, we did, MO is we, messed up. We literally all got an email like last week that said, hey, be checking out some of the Christmas music. That's not why you're listening. You're <laughs> listening because you want to. <laughs> I did start before the email. but So I'm intrigued with you guys who watch baseball. Yeah. Because um, for, for so long, um, I really only knew one person, and he's not even like a person that lives here that watched um, professional baseball. Huh. So now both you guys watch it. We have another coworker, Noah, that watches it. And um, so now I have three friends that um, 
that watch baseball, and I'm so intrigued by that because it feels like the slowest, most boring <laughs> well thing that's ever happened. It yeah, can be, and, and that's a depends on the inning. That's a good point. Uh, this year was different because of 2020. Even Noah and I had a conversation this past week. First of all, the playoffs in general, there is, it is the one sport that the playoffs feel so much different than the regular season. And so there's something I don't know why, but there's something about it. I mean, the Braves were winning uh, in a game this past week. It was seven to two. Like that's a huge lead in baseball, and a runner got on base, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going? Like I'm on the edge of my seat. Whereas in a regular game, it's seven to two, and you're like, oh, Wait, it's, it's se- yeah. yeah, it's seven to two. Yeah. It does feel and edge so, of your seat. And part of the funny true. thing is they play seven games in a row, and yeah. against the same team. Yeah, and so it's like, but the good, the the neat thing, and Brett pointed this out a couple of weeks ago, is is there is no you really had a good. You usually know who's the better team. Yeah. With that kind of a thing, it's not like, hey, we just had a bad game and we lost it. Right. Like it happened in football yeah. or something like that. But I think that, and this year, because there was only 60 games instead of 100 and whatever, 60-something, like every game was kind of it more really in the race and counted more. But I'll say yeah. even at this, like there were games, a lot of times I would just jump in halfway through or like I would start late and kind of skim through some of the stuff. But like postseason, I'm pretty much watching from the beginning because it's just every pitch counts kind of thing. But, I mean, a baseball game might last, what, three, four, four hours? Four hours last night. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But, anyway, that's what I've been streaming. <laughs> I don't know about you, but if you like music, you should check out jradio.com. Twenty twenty is the weird year where you kind of can't do like a real vacation, but we're all kind of thinking about it and wishing that we were on a cool vacation and doing fake vacations, doing fake <laughs> fakeations or staycations. Um, or not shortcations. as not as fun as traveling somewhere new. Like I know that you, Justin, have been training to scuba dive this year, and you'd probably want to go to Mexico and you know see the underwater fish colonies or whatever you <laughs> can see is that like your goal like mexico fish colonies uh that's my my kids goals really you know i mean the, the scuba diving thing was their their idea it's just you can't if you're 12 and 14 you can't scuba dive without a without yeah. like an adult with you yeah and so we all kind of had to go we all kind of had to go through it but uh lily our 12 year old she just really wants to swim with sharks and um um kenzie's kind of like Okay, cool. Let's just go see what we see, mm-hmm. and um, and so, but yeah, Lily's like really trying to figure out. And Mexico is a particularly good place uh, if you live in this area. It's it's not super expensive to get to, in like you know Cozumel or Galapagos Islands. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. That There's right. all kinds of like diving and. So it actually is a destination. Oh like yeah, a good destination for that. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted just because. No. I thought you were oh. randomly picking. Like scuba diving. In no, I, I mean like just introducing a topic here, Jared. Sorry, continue. Anyway, so today for our rotating feature, we're going to talk about overrated versus underrated vacation spots. So think on that for. You want to start with underrated or overrated? I'm going to start with overrated. Good Disney World. Okay. Okay. So you're talking <laughs> about Disney World. Or you're talking about Orlando. Um, we can. Because I think Orlando is a little overrated, but I don't think. Disney World is technically overrated. Yeah, I, I, like if you go to Orlando for a week, 
Like it's just. I mean, I could go both on that one because I think Disney World in general is overrated, and I think uh, Orlando is overrated because of Disney World. Like, who goes to? Sorry, because you guys might have done this, but who goes to Florida and doesn't go to the beach? I know it's weird because like it's, it's in not, the middle. It's of, in the middle of it. It's in swampland, like because it was cheap, and that's where Walt Disney decided to build. Smart guy. Smart, yeah, but like it's. I I think it's overrated because like. You have to drive two or three hours to get to a good beach. I just, I, I think that wasn't what I was gonna pick, but that's your pick. Sorry, I stole it from you. No, 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 it wasn't what I was gonna. You pick. were gonna oh, pick Orlando? No, no, she, she said she wasn't. I thought she said she was going to. Oh, I okay. mean, I agree with yeah, you, see, sort of. See, my problem is, I don't. Again, I'm not saying Disney World's not good. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's overrated because I heard for 18 years of my life, Disney World. The, the most magical place yeah. on earth, the greatest place you'll ever be, happiest place on earth, and, yeah, yeah, whatever it's called. See, I don't even know. And at 18 years old, my senior trip, we walk in Disney World, and I'm like, man, this better blow my socks off. <laughs> and I'm like, it was, it was fine. It was a, I had a bad experience anyway because of some of the other circumstances. We've heard those stories. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a. Uh, in general, <laughs> have you heard the stories? So there's so, a podcast I'm, episode this, where we talk about. I'll, that. I'll give you the short version. This girl in my class like got super sunburned and got sun poisoning the day before and her ankles were like huge this big around she couldn't walk and so me and like three other guys from my class took turns all day carrying her around and it was all sweaty and then we finally <laughs> bought her a wheelchair you didn't buy it, it? All, you carried her like piggyback like piggyback oh. like the whole day around oh. disney world so yeah. i had a bad experience in you, general you can't, yeah. but again i just i walked into this place thinking like this is the best place on earth from what i've been told and it was a good place. Yeah. It just was. So that's why I go with overrated. Yeah. I'm going to say Myrtle Beach is overrated. Hmm. Been there a few times. Don't get the hype. I don't get it. Um, I don't. It's like, been a while since I've been there. It's not the nicest beach. It's not the like most fun. I don't get why there's so many people who are like, yeah, Myrtle Beach. Like, I just. First of all, like we've talked about this in the podcast too. Like my family's not a beach family, so I really haven't had a ton of experience. But when I've been, I've just been like, "Why are people flocking here? Like this is not pretty or like extra special. It's just kind of a coast well, it's getting... of America. Like I don't, I don't get the appeal. It doesn't have cool cliffs. It doesn't have you know really cool sand or like blue water. It's like gray. The sand is." crunchy and not super soft there's like trash everywhere because it's always full like i don't get it i don't i think it's overrated that's how i feel about it it's been a while since i've been there <sighs> not here for it what about you justin what's your underrated or are we just starting with overrated We're starting with, we'll start overrated. with overrated yeah oh just overrated yeah, yeah. Well, I will say, I mean, it's all, this is all just kind of personal preference, right? Exactly. Because I know some people that totally love all sorts of stuff, but um, I'm, I'm completely on board with you, Disney, Universal, any of those places. Theme parks in general? Theme parks in general. They're just not my, not my, as Brad would say, not my flavor. <laughs> it's just not my thing. And um, for a couple of reasons, one... Who wants to go wait in line for hours on end? For everything. And so, like, my guess is if you spent nine hours at a Disney park, it's very likely you spent at least four hours in line. Right. Maybe more. And so... Uh, for a minute I, ride. Yeah. Yeah. Or food. <laughs> so, um, while I do enjoy rides, the idea of going and standing in line for a long, long time for something is just like, yeah. And it's also <laughs> just super crowded and... Usually um, hot. Yeah. And I kind of tend to like more of the underdeveloped areas... 
So just an idea where you walk in and everything's concrete and there's buildings wall to wall and people just shoulder to shoulder. And I had to pass on that. <laughs> so I went to I like Six Flags it. one time and it was raining when I got there. And we were like, we're going to give it 30 minutes. And the park cleared out. 30 minutes later, sun comes out. And that was about the only time I've enjoyed amusement park because yeah. there's no long. I mean, I rode Superman like three times yeah. in a row. Um, so that was a little bit better, but I'm with you on that. So uh, two years ago, we were at, on a like a work trip down in Orlando, and we were staying kind of on Universal property. So w- one day we went to um, Universal in the evening after our work mm-hmm. stuff. And so uh, this is Universal Studios, we went, but we had um, passes because of the conference we were with. So we could basically kind of like go straight to the front of every line. That's amazing. And yeah. we, we went in, we rode every ride every ride that was there and went to the next one and rode every ride two and a half hours we walked out of the park and like we've literally ridden everything that's here (laughs) we've done everything and we walked around the harry potter area and so it's like without lines it's not an all-day activity yeah it's not an all-day activity it's like a couple hours to go ride these things and then you're done so the fact that you squeeze a two-hour experience into 13 like it gives (laughs) you an idea of and don't even get to do it all Right, yeah. yeah. At 13 hours. I wonder what it's like this year where they're doing like less capacity. I wonder if that's better or worse for lines because you have to stay apart. So I don't know how that would work. I don't know. I mean, honestly, when my kids kind of got to the age where they didn't really want to go to Disney anymore, I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, we totally did it because it's something they were excited about and wanted to do and everything. So we totally did. And how do you deal with cruises? Because like, that's like an amusement park on the water where you can't go home oh uh, it doesn't feel i don't know cruises don't feel like that to me they don't feel as crowded to you uh sometimes they could feel crowded but they don't feel like you're just waiting in line that's for, true for, for for things uh all the time i think everybody's just kind of at least the size of the ships now everybody's kind of got their own space and um and you can do it and then the excursions you can kind of go your own ways but yeah i don't feel like i'm waiting in line all the time hmm. interesting all right we're gonna switch it up now underrated underrated uh you want to go backwards justin do you have yours yet underrated yeah all right we'll go backwards this time um alaska huh i think um unless you're maybe like really into the outdoors or whatever you don't think about a trip to alaska but we had a chance to go and i mean it was absolutely wonderful and i can't wait to go back it was um i mean just unbelievable to meet the people that are there to see all the stuff that's there um and the food was good maybe the food was fine <laughs> I don't, but i don't but not like you know it's not like you what, know i mean it, what is it what do you go like, like what do you do there like, yeah what are some of the main activities that you did while you were there so um we we did a handful of things i mean one we uh we rafted an area called six mile river which is That's this cool. crazy extreme like rafting thing um we took um we took uh, float planes to a place called Katmai National Forest, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, where um, there's literally brown bear, like, all over the place, like, walking around, and you can stand there and watch them eat salmon out of the stream. That's cool. And things like that. We took, the kids, we took the kids zip lining. We saw some other sort of crazy wildlife. I mean, you know, we met some people that, like, have lived in Alaska and, and, and grown up kind of like off of the wilderness subsistence livers their whole life and to sit down and talk to people about stuff like that's really neat and unique and um you know it's just kind of crazy to yeah e- even like hey i'd like to go over here and see something okay we'll get on a float plane and fly over there because in this part of the country you don't 
re- regularly hop on float planes to go <laughs> fly some, but there's no way in a car to get to where we're going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's just some unique things like that that we did. And obviously, when we were there, it was kind of part of a triathlon yeah. thing. Right. So a lot of um, riding bikes and running and things like that. But even trail running out there, it's like you'd be trail running. It's like, oh, my, there's moose in the middle of the trail <laughs> and stuff. So um, a lot of wildlife, a lot of that kind of stuff. That's and by cool. the way, I, I definitely understand that's not everybody's style right. either. But for me, definitely oh, there. Cool. I can't wait to go back. I think everybody should go. Hmm. I wonder what I would do in Alaska. Probably just eat. Sit in the room and <laughs> yeah. go, it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. What about you? I would pick, okay, so preface, I haven't really been many places in the world, so my experiences and recommendations are limited to the contiguous United States. That's okay. But something I, I legitimately think is underrated on the earth is San Diego, California. Like, it's its own little tiny paradise in California. I don't know why people want to go to LA. LA to me is also overrated. It's stinky. It's dirty. (laughs) It's too many people who are rich or think that they're important. I don't get LA. It's not pretty. It's like dusty hills and, and dirty streets and I don't get it. But San Diego is like its own little haven. It's like always 70 degrees. There are no mosquitoes. Hey, that's nice. Every beach is very different. Like, there's one called Coronado that has, like, gold in the sand. Didn't you spend a... Yeah, I spent... How long did you spend I've it? taken two, two trips on spring break in college there to do mission work. And then I spent a month there my last summer before my last year of college. Um, and... I just it's amazing like it always feels good there's a million things to do there's like a really cool waterfront where there's like artisan shops and there's a great zoo there there's like a great park called Balboa Park that has a bunch of stuff to look at like there's endless things to do it's gorgeous La Jolla the coast where there's like there's like seals you can watch and like I want to go so bad but honestly like I don't know why people don't think about it more the thing about it from here is that it's expensive to get over there and it's expensive to stay. Yeah. So like I haven't been able to go back without raising money. Like that's how I got through the first three times. But I just think it's good for families. It's good for couples. It's good for everybody. There's just, it's cool. just a great place. It's underrated. San Diego. That's cool. So Plus switch foot's from there. So yeah, that's, pop into that's the best part, right? I mean, you go to Bro-Am while you're there. Uh, that kind don't. Of stuff get me started so i'm gonna go off my experience as well um i went to costa rica on a mission trip and the missionary that was there he's lived there for like 40 years now something like that and so he took us around to several places and it is a beautiful country uh and like every once in a while he's like hey you want to go to the beach and we're like yeah sure let's go to the beach and like we'd like be walking down the road and like walk down this little trail and all of a sudden like the oceans there and it just opened like there's nobody there probably nobody knows about this place and so like there were a couple of places i drove through and he's like okay this is a tourist city and all of a sudden everybody there's speaking english and the beaches are full and look just like you know a florida beach or whatever but like getting into finding those places of this is where nobody goes and getting out kind of in the country you know just like justin said like the um getting getting out to where nobody thinks about i think is what yeah. makes it so beautiful Same. and i mean that's what makes it underrated that's right that's, that's what yeah that makes it gold so as a whole it was a really beautiful country but especially like those little 
finds of just like out in the middle of nowhere there's like somebody running a restaurant out of their house and yeah. you know right next door to the beach kind of thing man now i want to go on a trip yeah for real let's go If you are like me, it is definitely beyond time for Christmas music. It's 2020. We need something to look forward to. And although you can't find it many places right now, you can always listen to some of your favorite Christmas songs. Just don't tell Deanna at jradio.com or you can download the app in your app store. So this podcast is called Work Tech Fun. Well, last week we talked about work. Uh, we have a lot of fun. We've already had fun today, right? <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about tech for a couple minutes. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but this week or last week one, um, Apple Boo. unveiled <laughs> the iPhone 12. Did you see anything Yay. about this? I saw that it came out. So <laughs> everybody was kind of rumoring and speculating that iPhone would finally make the switch to USB-C. But they did what I'm sure no one is super surprised by, nope. and they kept the proprietary lightning, whatever the heck they've been using. Lightning cable? Yeah. Thunderbolt. Oh, it's not Thunderbolt? It's, I think the phone is a <laughs> lightning, yeah. and the Macs are the Thunderbolt. Um, which, interesting enough, on their MacBooks, they've converted to USB-C. Yeah. Um, it should but, be too easy, wouldn't it? Yeah, for real. So Deanna and I were talking about this. Like We all kind of have rubs with Apple in some ways. Um I use an iPhone and a MacBook. You have an Android and a MacBook, mm-hmm. and you use an Android and a MacBook. Yep. So, why is it that even you know the frustrations of some of the things that are happening? Like, is Apple just so ingrained in? Like, are they that good that we use them despite the frustrations, or is it just so much a part of society that it helps out? Or like, why is it that we continue to get frustrated but still keep using our Mac? and apple products that's an interesting question i like the i mean generally (laughs) i like the operating system better on mac computers more zen than um than than pcs so that's probably just it for me i know um just from a resource standpoint the windows operating systems are kind of resource hogs so just to run the operating system it takes a lot of the horsepower of a computer where Macs seems to be a little less um, resource demanding so you can actually use the stuff for the applications you're running that's probably what i do but yeah i would i mean if i could have that same operating system and it was made by somebody else even if i had to pay probably a little bit more for it i totally do it <laughs> so for me it's all about the operating system huh. and i'm still freaked out by their logo yeah it's why weird. like it's the it's it's, it's the, the apple bite, with a bite out, out of it. it's the original sin <laughs> I don't know the, if I've ever like, thought about that. Like, yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. Okay, so, and by the way, I don't think that's an accident, but it might be. Mm. Like, like, just why would you ever think like, oh, let's take a bite out of the apple and make? Well, if you out. slow down and like go back and read some of the stuff that was happening when all Mac, Macintosh and Apple and all this stuff was kind of coming into play when that logo was probably you know coming, coming out, coming to fruition. Like it was. <laughs> Get it? Boo! Yes. It was. Yes, uh, <laughs> it was a. Uh, uh, you know, there's some weird kind of mystical weirdness going on. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that that is, but it's just pretty weird. Oh, oh, by the way, the other thing that even freaks me out more is like if you if you look like Life Case, for example, if you buy Life Case for any phone, it's just solid on the back. 
but on the iPhone, it has like a circle cut out of it so everybody could see the Apple logo. Mm-hmm. It's like people are even weird about like wanting you to see what brand of phone mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. if it's an iPhone. So yeah, that's weird. I covered mine up. Yeah. Okay. So what about you? Because you use a Mac. I use a Mac. I I think I mean like I like it because of the operating system too. It's very aesthetically pleasing. Um, it runs design software really well. Kind of. I think that's kind of what you're talking about to some degree, Justin. Like. It's kind of, I've always heard that they're like built a little bit more for creatives. Like they run, they partner well with Adobe, which is what I primarily like use for my job every day. Is that right? Well, it was right. I mean, like that was a thing, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah. And I I remember when, um, um, when I kind of first started with some of the creative stuff, I literally had the, um, the power, the power mac or whatever it was like the giant screen screen with all the stuff built into it you know and um, no before that they were like crts oh like the big chunky one with the back yeah but but back then it was like you could only get some design softwares that that would only run on a mac and then a lot of production kind of softwares like productivity softwares would only run on pc so i literally had in my office a mac and a pc and i would go back and forth and all that stuff but really now um, the truth is, like PCs, especially with a lot of the gaming computers that yeah. are out there now, um, you can have just as good, if not better, more custom design. So even like some of our video editors and stuff, they all use gaming computers, and they're like way faster than any of the Macs yeah. you can buy. So, huh. but you're right, that was a thing, and I think kind of the stigma of that stayed yeah, around. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's kind of By thinking way, about it. Can Go. you get can you get a gaming laptop? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm not too familiar with gaming computers. Yeah, so. absolutely. I think that because of that, it's kind of built like a loyalty in my brain where I'm yeah. like, I thinking about it, like I've never even considered having any other kind of laptop, even though my current MacBook that I own personally is somewhat of a dinosaur now because it's obsolete. So like, but I still like would want to look at a, like a new MacBook. If I had, if I, if you guys had given me anything else for work, I'd be like, ugh, you know, like I don't want, I don't want this. Like Brett uses, what is it, like an HP or something yeah. like that, and it works really well for him and has a great operating system too. But like, I would never, that would never be my first thought. Like, let me look at the myriad of offerings. I'd be like, MacBook, let's go. So it's and, weird. And one of the um, one of the developer uh, developer companies that we work with. That we we had this conversation with them, and um, the best I remember it, they were about fifty fifty in their office, and they're all developers and designers. Huh. Yeah. And um, and the general thought of the guy we were talking to, who had moved to a like um, just a very powerful PC, um, was kind of like, yeah, the people still using Macs from a design standpoint are just holdouts. Yeah. Like I mean, everybody, you know, they're just kind of it's it's like old wineskin, yeah, like old way of doing things, but. Huh. Um, kind of the big pushes that way, even for designers. Which is funny to me because I, I consistently voice this frustration, even though I'm somewhat loyal to MacBooks and I was loyal to the iPhone for a long time. But like um, thinking about, you know, what it would be like to research a different laptop. Like I love that Brett's laptop has like fold back capability and like touchscreen capability. Yeah. I've always been mad that the MacBook doesn't have, they don't have a MacBook with a touchscreen. They pioneered tablet technology. Why would you not have touchscreen capability on your iMac, on your MacBook? Because you have the iPad technology. So, like, why wouldn't you just integrate those two? That doesn't make sense to me. Like, they miss a big opportunity. 
because now I have an iPad, well, and maybe this is why yeah. they got me, because now I have an iPad with a pencil and a MacBook. Yeah. yeah. But I just think that, I mean, like, I don't know. I just feel like that would be helpful to the consumer, but maybe they know that and they're just trying to monetize. I'm sure that they do. Yes. I think they do. Well, I, I think the, so I have an interesting perspective because I've used Mac for a long time. I did something interesting with my phone because I had, well, I'm sure we talked about it on the podcast. I had an iPhone. I went to Android. I loved it. And then switched back to iPhone for financial reasons, not for, <laughs> um, by, I mean, it was by choice, but not because that's what I wanted to do necessarily. I mean, I wanted to do, yeah, anyway, it was, it was a money decision. Um, but I think the thing that Apple has working for them is the simplicity of their choices. Yeah. So like when I go to buy, like I do spend a lot of time doing creative editing videos, um, you know, Photoshop, a lot of Adobe stuff. I run presenting softwares a lot. And so when I go to buy a MacBook, it's like, okay, well, do you want the, um, a laptop or do you want a desktop computer? Yeah. Okay, I want a laptop. Okay, do you want the 15 inch or the 13 inch? Uh, okay, I'll take the 13 inch. Okay, now, you know, how powerful do you need this thing to be? Yeah. And then that's that versus all the different brands of PC. It's like, if you told me, hey, we're going to switch you over to a, to a um, Windows computer, it's what kind do you want? I'd be like, I don't even know where to start looking. Yeah. I probably need something powerful. You know, I don't, I have no idea. So the, I think they've built a simplicity of what they're doing um, is what helps them as a whole. They also created a distinction. They made themselves other. Yep, like they branded right. themselves. Because when we were growing up, there were commercials. I'm a Mac and I'm a PC. And like, that's right. We are not the same. You know, like that's ingrained in us. Yep. Like it's its own category. You can get a Mac or you can get one of these other millions of, it's not like apple is one in a lineup yeah. it's its own thing which is culty and weird I, I think they just won the branding game yeah. that's right in in another thing that and this is part of winning the branding game but people people like well macbooks are so much better well <clears throat> hang on a minute you're comparing a $400 dell laptop <laughs> to a $1600 right. macbook pro which is really not okay if you compare a apples six, and oranges <laughs> If you compare the $1,600 PC with a MacBook Pro, I think you're going to see very, very comparable, if not the PC performing better. Right. But the fact that Apple never made kind of a um, a, a, a low-budget option, mm-hmm. they never kind of got the black eye associated with, That's right. oh, I don't like this because it's thing. You know, so that goes along with your options. You're kind of going to have to get the checkbook out every time you go. Yeah, Dang. but they have the simplicity of, um, you know, when I want to pick something, I don't really have like you get too many choices, and it's just like okay, I don't even know where. Well, well, where to go. I think people get sucked into the vortex, and all of a sudden, like Deanna are breaking the mold a little bit because we have Android devices right. and then MacBook That's Pros. Right. But I think for people that have a MacBook and an iPhone and an iPad and an Apple Watch and their terrible earbuds, <laughs> um, like you just get them. Like even though there are literally way better watches and way better earbuds out there. You, you still get it because, get it because yeah. it's part of the vortex. Yeah. And that's one thing they're good at because I will not lie. They're like, when I went to Android, I had some problems with features I used to use on my MacBook and just connecting them. They connect so well. Creepily and even going well. back to, yeah. And then going back to the iPhone, it's like, oh man, this is really nice. I can just airdrop a video that I do and stuff like that. 
I actually, I bought a um, Samsung watch when I had my other phone, my Android. It still, quote unquote, works with the iPhone, but it's horrible. And my guess is iPhone's not helping Samsung any to get them to connect because that's not what they want. Yeah. Um, so I can get by using it and it's enough, but like I no longer can answer text messages from my watch or answer phone calls or anything. It's just kind of a watch now. And we probably don't want to get me started on wearables, <laughs> but my guess is your life is better because of that. Yeah. Well, the only, yeah, it probably, it probably. <laughs> that's a whole other conversation yeah. too. It, it probably would be. Except for I never use my wearables the way that most people do. Okay. The two things I do is like I use, I look at the time on my watch and then I like that it's connected to my phone. So like I don't keep my phone on ring. My phone, like my wrist just vibrates whenever and then I pull my phone out. So it's a notification and it's a um, time telling thing. Mm. But yeah, as a whole, they've branded all those things and got them working together well. And they, and got, they got a whole generation, I feel like. They've got yeah. like almost... What do you call you guys? X, you're not Xennials. You guys are. Like I don't like to Brett. identify with a generation. No, <laughs> not like labels. Well, like you guys were young adults when they started really getting into the yeah. funky branding game, and like we've grown up with it. So like, there's yeah. a sense of ingrained. There's like, an app for that. Yeah, yeah, I think. Oh, by the way, the the um the way I generally describe the difference in an iPhone and an Android. And I used to have an iPhone, but moved an Android device. Um is that iPhones are easy to use. I think most most reasonably tech-friendly people can get an iPhone in, in a matter of an hour and a half, from never owning it to having it, within an hour and a half, you can kind of use about 90% of the phone's features and functionality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that with Android devices, they're so, they're, they're so vast in terms of offerings and, and potential mm-hmm. that you could own one for years and still only use 20% of its capacity. Yeah. So um, I, I do think that they built a very simple operating system for phones. And like when my grandfather was getting a phone at like age 82 or something, it's like, oh, get an iPhone. Right. Because it's easy. Because yeah. it's just easy, you it's know. Nice. And so the Android might be way more capable, but just a little bit more difficult to figure out how to use it all. So interesting, though, that they're the, the higher priced item. For the simplicity, to some oh, degree, yeah. yeah, no, no, simple's, simple's definitely pay more for a simpler worth more OS. Yeah. So well, we're totally out of time, so I'm not gonna. I'm only gonna mention this and then be done. But back to the original way we started the topic, and then Apple does this where they make everything where you have to have an adapter mm-hmm. or where you have to get their cord mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, and so it's just all of a sudden it's like my iPhone was actually cheaper than my Android option was. But I had to go rebuy all my cords. You think it's cheap. I had to go. I went to plug my headphones in for the first time. It's like, oh, no you got to buy this adapter from Apple. So, <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on that. <laughs> Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast.